Hey guys, it's Monday, January 28th. I recently did a video on blockchain regulations going to 2019, specifically covering the Token Taxonomy Act and the IMF's Christine Lagarde in her speech at the FinTech Festival in Singapore uh, about a month ago, something like that. So I included the audio in here for today's podcast and I hope you guys enjoy. January 24th of 2019. Um, apologies, it's been a while. I've been out of town, so I haven't been able to do a video. But today I want to talk about some changes in blockchain regulations, um, specifically the Token Taxonomy Act and how that is going to affect your guys' taxes. How is that going to affect regulations? How is that going to affect the entire crypto space in general if it gets a pass and if it goes through? Um, again, this is not legal advice in any type of way. This is just my opinion. Um, this is just some educational material that I think will be very helpful for you. And I think you should definitely take it to your CPA, um, to your accountant and talk over it with them as well and come out with your own um, crypto uh, tax strategy if this is a go through. So let's go ahead and just jump into it. Um, shouldn't take too long, but... The Token Taxonomy Act is uh, primarily based around the amendment of Section 1031, where they want to make virtual currency uh, to be exchanged as real property, like-kind property, which would defer any taxable event that you might have in that situation. So under current um, definition of cryptocurrency, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, they're classified as property. Everything else is still up in the air in terms of whether or not it's a security. So uh, let's just look at it as property, for example, since that's the only guidance that we've been given for Bitcoin and for Ethereum. Um, under the current rules, Bitcoin and Ethereum don't qualify for the 1031 exchange. If you take Bitcoin and you exchange it for Ethereum on a exchange like Binance or Bitrix, you're going to generate a taxable event, either a capital gain or a capital loss. What the Token Taxonomy Act wants to do is they want to change this so that it is considered like-kind property. If you exchange your Bitcoin for Ethereum, there won't be a taxable event. That is a pretty big change if that goes through. There are a lot of people that are trying and scrambling to report their, their crypto gains or their crypto losses but they've made so many different trades with so many different pairs, it's almost impossible and it's a nightmare to try and track this stuff, whether you're an individual or a corporation or even a government. So making this change would be very helpful in the innovation of crypto and would open up the space for development a lot more. So this is something that I'm looking forward to them talking about on Capitol Hill and the government is still currently shut down right now. I don't know when the government's going to be reopened. I don't think any of us do. But once the government is reopened, this should be reintroduced in Congress and this should be talked about and it'll be a very, very big uh, talking point and one of the biggest um, milestones for blockchain tech and fintech in general in a long time. And this could get amended a million different ways. Things could be added, things could be taken out. Um, but what I also want to add to this is the fact that they're also going back to something that was talked about um, 
about half a year ago, a year ago, where they wanted to make the purchase of a product or service with virtual currency uh, tax-free if it was under $600. Um, that obviously didn't go through, but they put it in the Token Taxonomy Act. So essentially, if the Token Taxonomy Act goes through, you would be able to buy a product or service. You could buy coffee, you could buy um, tickets to a football game, whatever. And as long as it's under $600, you won't have to pay tax on it. It will be, um, it will not generate a taxable event, no tax gain or loss in that situation. Um, in terms of income, that's different, but in terms of capital gain or capital loss, that'll be excluded under $600. Over $600, if it's 600 or 601, then yeah, you have to report that. But this change would also help mainstream adoption. There's a lot of people that don't want to have to worry about recording marginal amounts of, in their transactions, in their virtual currency transactions. So if this part of it goes through, it's definitely going to help with mass adoption and getting uh, the remittance side of things going and getting people into crypto. They also mentioned that if the token tax on me act as it is now were to go through, it would apply to all virtual currency transactions since January 1st of 2017. And Janu January 1st, 2017 was before everything completely blew up in crypto um, and people had all kinds of gains and losses going on. So retroactively going forward from that date, January 1st of 2017, you are going to want to take a look at what you're filing um, with the IRS. Um, you might even want to take a look at it for 2018 since this tax season is coming up and then for 2019 because this changes your what your tax basis is going to be. It changes what you're going to have to pay in tax to the IRS. So this is something to watch very, very closely because if it goes through and if it takes effect, it's going to be from January 1st through 2017 forward. So this is something you definitely need to talk about. Um, on the topic of regulations, other than the Token Tax on Me Act, I think it's notable to mention the IMF in this role. Um, so Christine Lagarde, she gave a speech in 2018 at the FinTech Festival in Singapore. Um, basically, she made the point that cash is beginning to become irrelevant and that we need to evolve and not be scared of the changes in financial technology. Um, and that it's gaining traction with the younger generation. And you're starting to see this with, with Venmo and Apple Pay and the Cash App and with Zelle, um, if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, like with all the banks, with like Bank of America and whatnot. Virtual currency is vying for a spot in that ecosystem and it's going to take over that spot at some point. Technology doesn't stop growing, doesn't stop evolving. Um, so I'm going to read you the, what, what she said um, in an excerpt from part of that speech. Uh, so what role will remain for cash in this digital world? Already signs in the store windows read cash not accepted, not in Scandinavia, the poster child of the cashless world. In various other countries too, demand for cash is decreasing as shown in recent IMF work and in 10, 20, 30 years, who will still be exchanging pieces of paper? 
that's a big statement coming from Christine Lagarde, basically acknowledging that fiat currency is starting to disappear. Bank deposits, too, are feeling pressure from new forms of money. Think of the new specialized payment providers that offer e-money. We talked about some of those, but that also includes Alipay, WeChat, Paytm, and Pesa. These forms of money are designed with the digital economy in mind. They respond to what people demand and what the economy requires. Cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Ripple, it's important that she mentioned Ripple because Ripple is making ripples in cryptocurrency. Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Ripple are vying for a spot in the cashless world, constantly reinventing themselves in the hope of offering more stable value, quicker and cheaper settlement. So this is from Christine Lagarde herself on the IMF, and she is very optimistic about the future. And if she is talking like this, then it needs to be taken very, very seriously. She supports the idea of blockchain in general as a technology. Um, and how it can be semi-anonymous with banks and governments to give individuals their privacy, but at the same time allow for the checks and balances necessary for a government to provide um, anti-money laundering and KYC checks and uh, anti-terrorism. Um, this is also a precursor for, um, I'm sorry, that's a question. Is this a precursor for blockchain's future? I think so. I think it's a big deal that she would say something like this. Uh, will legislation be the key to blockchain's adoption? Definitely. Legislation has to pull back on what's clamping down on blockchain right now. There needs to be freedom to develop and to innovate in this space. space. And what country will be the first to achieve that adoption? Whatever country achieves that adoption is going to lead in that industry because it's so, so early and no one knows what direction it's going to go yet. So the U.S., if the U.S. passes laws like the Token Taxonomy Act, it will be a very big deal in their ability to compete with India, China, uh, the rest of Asia, Europe, um, Africa. Africa is really pursuing it as well. Um, going back to what she said, she wrote that, or she said in her speech that technology will change and so must we, lest we remain the last leaf on a dead branch, the others having decided to fly with the wind. So she wants to make sure that different countries, including the U.S., don't get left behind in this technological revolution. In the world of fintech, we need to harness change so it is fair, safe, efficient, and dynamic. That was the goal of the Bali Fintech agenda launched by the IMF and the World Bank last October. When the winds of change pick up, what will guide us in our journey? The captain sailing through the Straits of Singapore followed the North Star. And today, tomorrow, I suggest we follow a girl, a young girl, a fearless girl. If you are lucky, you might be able to meet her in person in New York's financial district. She is bold. She is brave. She is confident. She faces forward toward the future with grit and determination. A future she herself is going to shape with eyes wide open, eagerly, steadily. I hear her say, let us sail ahead. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. She is very, very bullish on crypto, and she is very optimistic about what blockchain tech can do. So I think that bodes well for regulations going into 2019 and for going into 2020. Um, which is when we'll have the next Bitcoin happening. There's a lot of stuff going on, including that, um, including Brexit and some key events, uh, presidential elections are coming up. So the IMF is on top of this too. This is not just 
the token taxonomy act but people like christine lagarde are going to help push this over the edge to get this rolling as an industry so i'm going to keep that short and that's it for today um if you enjoyed the video on blockchain regulations token taxonomy act and what's happening uh, with the IMF and Christine Lagarde and what she's saying about crypto. Um, please like, comment, sub and subscribe on YouTube um, and on any of the other social accounts that I have and that are under Blockash. Um, if you have any suggestions of future topics or anything to go over in the future, please let me know and I will definitely jump on that. Again, thank you guys and I'll see you next time. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Your support is greatly appreciated. And thanks again for listening.